I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hello, great day, and hey, 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 you're getting all the greetings today. Wait a minute, hey, bars, <laughs> bars, oh my goodness. Look, but really, I'm so glad, so glad to have you here, I always am. So I was thinking that we gonna talk about your friends today, your friends, my friends, our friends today and particularly why you should not expect your friends to support your business. And if you're like, did she just say that? I sure did. But of course, I'm going, I'm going to explain, I'm going to explain. What I'm sharing with you definitely comes from my own experiences. Um, but of course, like most of does anyway, so duh. <laughs> but really, um, just from what I've learned and passing along the, the wisdom, especially for those who are, you know, aspiring to be an entrepreneur, just now getting started out in entrepreneurship. Um, sometimes thinking about supporting your business or having your business supported, especially by like friends and family, can be one of those things that feels tricky, uh, but it's really not. <laughs> it's really not. So let me just, again, just give you some perspective on, again, why you should not expect your friends to support your business. Um, first and foremost, let's even establish what support is. In my opinion, when I hear people talk about friends supporting business, they're looking for one or two things. Friends to be customers or friends to be free employees or both. Let's just be for real about it. Because to say support, you know, when we think about support and success, People out here trying to get the bag, and I'm not mad at that, right? Go get your bag. But again, saying support as defined by those two things is, is the framework from which I'm coming from when I talk about, you know, your business right now and, and not expecting that support. Don't expect your, your friends to be your customers. Don't expect them to be um, your your employees, your free employees, okay? Because that's just not going to cut it. All right, so one of the things for me when I think about, you know, friends being supportive of one's business and, you know, that expectation, more than likely your friends, your family even, they're not your target audience, right? These aren't the people that you say specifically when you do your ideal customer profile, when you create your avatars, you're not basing these people off of your friends and family. Now, some people do, and I think this is where there has to be growth, right? Because there are some individuals who start businesses having done things for friends and family that liked it, right? Oh, this is so exciting, I love this. You should consider making this a business. And then they take that perspective and they move into these roles to start businesses or what have you, and they end up looking for their friends and family to continue to support the business. Now. In situations like this, you have to really look at the friends and family who are supporting and figure out what is it about them that's getting them to support. 
like they talk about people going crazy about Rihanna and Fenty and what she's doing or Beyonce and what she's doing. Well, why do people do that? Because these people have something, they offer something that the people who are their fans and their community and their audience, they want that they like. So the same thing, when you think about your friends and family who are really investing or spending or wanting something and again, they're buying it, it's because it's something that they're like. So can you consider friends and families as avatars? I, I believe so, right? I'm, that's what I'm saying. But you can't limit them to being that person. So if you profile and say, well, because, you know, my cousin, she really likes gift baskets and she loves presents, she loves surprise. Well, maybe you do start with your cousin, but you just find more of your cousins, right? <laughs> but you can't, again, limit that ideal person to your cousin because what do you do for the other cousin who has no interest whatsoever in gift baskets and you trying to be mad at her because she went to Bath and Body Works and bought candles but she didn't buy your gift basket well maybe if you made a gift basket of Bath and Body Works candles she'd be interested but the point is if she's not into that thing then you can't be mad at her like really because she's no different than any other customer out here in the world who is not interested in whatever said thing may be. Because think about how many things are created for folks that people are just like, I'm not interested. I'm one of those people too. And you know, in the capacity for which I'm in right now, there are a lot of times when people actually reach out to me, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and they're trying to sell me stuff. And I'm like, you know, they profiled me as somebody who may be interested, right? And that's the thing, when you're reaching out and doing outreach and you are looking for your people, you have a set of parameters for which you know folks will be interested, but that doesn't guarantee that they will be and or even need that thing at the time. So again, with your family um, or your friends, right? When you start off with business, yeah, they may be the persons that you are doing things with that it's kind of like to me having the training rules on, right? And you're learning and figuring it out and you're growing and you're like, oh yeah, this is the thing, right? But it doesn't mean you limit yourself to that. So again, more than likely, at large, your friends and family may not be, probably aren't your target audience. So don't expect it. Don't expect it and don't be mad when they're not ready to cough up the cash for whatever you got, right? Um, you have to really realize that in situations like this, it's, it's icing on the cake to have folks that do want to invest in your business by being, you know, someone who's patronizing and or showing up to do stuff for you when it comes like, you know, the help with events or anything, that's great and all. But again, you just should not expect that. And then that just leads me to the thought that more often than not, when you're expecting your friends to support your business, you're putting unrealistic expectations on them. So I sort of alluded to it, you know, when I talked about the whole them not being a target audience, but really, is it is it fair even? But it's unrealistic to think that your friends are supposed to be the ones who save your business. Like, did you create this business for solely for serving your friends? If you did, that might be a problem, right? And I say that because how far is it and can it go? You're trying to expand. And so that means you have to move outside of that friend circle. But even with the expectations, right? No friend wants to be, um, and the best way I can think of it is like burdened with your business. Here is, here's a thought that I have, like right now, here's a thought that I have. Just imagine 
you get a job, right? You get this new job and you just, ooh, boss, I'm bo ooh, bossy, okay? And you get this job and you go in, you sign these contracts, you get everything set up, and then you go home and you call your friends and you say, I need you to go do this job. I need you to go into the office and, and make it happen for me. So that's, <laughs> that's in my head like a parallel, right? When you think about your business, your business is your baby and your responsibility as is you going into a nine to five like in your career. You don't expect your friends to go do your job, go do your work. So the same thing when it comes to having a business, you shouldn't expect for your friends to be the ones to run and grow and develop your business. That's for you to figure out and to do. And again, icing on the cake when they're able to do those things, but it's not a requirement to be a friend. And then think about it. A number of people evolved into being entrepreneurs. So friendships didn't come out of, weren't blossomed from business. And so when you take on this new endeavor and you do this thing and you're excited about it, you, you are rightfully so because it's your business. It's your thing. But again, that expectation, right? For people to be all, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. Oh my gosh, let's do this. Oh, we should do that. No, 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 no. How they said, no, 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 no. <laughs> so again, free, free the people that you love of the expectation that they're supposed to show up and evolve and do something different just because you did. And again, I'm speaking from experience and ain't nothing I'm telling you and something I've, I've experienced such that I had to check my damn self. Like you gonna have to get it together, Eve, because that don't even make sense. But to that, you know, I'm thinking like I'm working on this new project and I want people to be happy and excited about it. That doesn't mean they're not happy and excited, but their level of, of happiness and enthusiasm and excitement is going to look different for, for them than it does for me simply because it's my business and it's my baby and I'm the one who's got this vision in this dream, not them, not them, right? It was given to me, this vision, this dream for a reason, just like something would be given to you. And so it's for you to understand that your level, again, of, of enthusiasm and, and overboardness, whatever that looks like for what you have going on, that's your thing. And it doesn't mean people not happy for you. It doesn't mean they're not cheering for you. It's your thing though. And think about how many people have done things. I mean, if we want to be real right now, but think of people who've done things that you know, like in your circle, maybe even some of your friends, and you're like, that's really cool. Like, I'm really excited for you, right? I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. But do you feel that real deep sense of, what's the word for it right now? The sense of responsibility or the sense of, you know, um, expectation, right? You know, like for how you're supposed to show up in this thing, or is that thrill there, that feeling in the the core of your stomach, this is like that, mm, that draw, that pull. Ah, that's where we go. Do you feel that same pull to that thing that may be having your friends turning cartwheels and all kind of stuff? Probably not. So if you even take a minute to put yourself um, in somebody else's shoes or put yourself in the shoes, right, uh, that people around you may be in, then I think you could find some grace for your peoples because, I mean, your peoples love you. They love you. And again, don't make them bad friends just because they're not dropping the bag or out here trying to be your whole marketing team. Like, <laughs> that's just unfair. But to be fair, it would just help to check yourself sometimes to say, yo, am I expecting for my friends to show up and be and do things that they have no requirement to do and be? Just point blank, period. Um, then I'm gonna leave that right there which then takes me to um, the thought, and I've, I've again, I've alluded to it in some ways, but I'm just gonna say it straight up. 
depending on your friends, expecting your friends, your family even to support your business. And we talked about support, being your customers and being your free employees. It's just not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It ain't sustainable. Um, <laughs> why are you over there tripping today? No, we just really having a conversation. Like when I put this show together, I literally just wrote down the four points that I wanted to talk about. So that means we got one more point to get to, right? But I wrote down the four points that I wanted to talk about and decided I'm just going to give you my thoughts about this in fullness in real time. So you getting it as live as you're going to get it today. I mean, hey, just just go with it, okay? But yeah, but then talking about the sustainability, um, it's not sustainable because the other thing is, do you have 50,000 friends? And I ask you that question because you even think about the services. It could be a service. It can be a product, whatever it may be. When you are thinking about growing your audience or getting in front of people, unless you've got that number to convert to get to your financial goals, it ain't sustainable. Or thinking that people are supposed to show up and work for free and do things for free when people got to eat and feed their families and they want to go out and live their best life. So it's just not sustainable. It just doesn't work to put that level of burden on people that you love because what that then does is sometimes make people a little hesitant to want to come around or to do things or to show up. And then you really start thinking, where are my people going? Where they at? Simply because people don't want to come around just to do business stuff, right? Like what happens when y'all just used to kick it or go out to eat or just have fun for that matter. And now it's always needing to call on the people who are your friends, you know, the people that you care about to do A, B, and C, D, E, F, and G with your business. And that can be really frustrating. And I'm speaking as somebody who has been frustrated, right? And I'm also speaking as somebody who believes I've been frustrated some people in my life. Now they may not have told me this, but I had to like pay attention to the signs, <laughs> you know, like, like when I call them, am I just hitting them over the head with business, 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 something that I need or something I want them to do. That's just business. Like, can it just be a cup of coffee or talking about something petty? Like, you know, what about those things? And you don't want to lose that joy, you know, with your friendships on account of your business. And again, that expectation that they're supposed to be the foundation for your business and how it grows. So I'm just going, I'm going to put that there, which then I'm going to say, this is why they tell folk one of those, the best way I can think to say it is one of those rules. So that's, you know, not mixing business with pleasure. And when you expect for your friends and your family to support your business, then that's the one thing that I'm really driving home. The point of is that you start to blur those lines and blurring those lines, meaning getting in your feelings and taking things personal when your friends and family don't respond in the way you think they should when again they're not your customers and they're not your employees um and even when you think about it from the, the perspective of people telling you one to don't go into business with your friends or they say you know again mixing business with pleasure that's a no-no well here are the thoughts it's not so much that it's a no-no in my opinion but when you are thinking about business things and partnering with folks it does really help to have um, have established from the beginning what things look like because personal feelings and emotions and stuff can be all involved. And when it comes to handling business, there are so many things that could happen in so many ways. And if you're not clear about how to handle those matters in the beginning, these are things that can sabotage relationships long term. This is why, and I'm gonna just go ahead and put it out there. I mean, kind of related, unrelated. 
but why I understand now that people do prenups before they get married, because it's not so much about not loving and trusting the person, but it's understanding just like with the business. Cause some people look at getting married as a business move. I'm gonna say that too. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna just put that there and leave it there as well, right? But no, but thinking about what we come into this with, if something doesn't work out or if it goes wrong, and now we've got to figure out how to divvy these things up or come to um, an agreement with how to dissolve them, unless there is a mutual agreement from the start, then that can be really rough, right? And I'm not speaking on that from experience. Um, I'm speaking on that from the fact that I have watched and, and learned from people around me through the years and just what they've had to go through in their own like situations when it may have come to divorce. But from the perspective of business, right? And the agreement, because I mean, when you get married, let me say this, it's like a, a, a legal binding thing. So <laughs> something that you don't think of when you just be like, okay, I'm marrying for love out here in these streets. You're marrying for love, you're taking people's last names, but this is also illegal things like in the eyes of the law. That's why a lot of times um, marriages can be tricky for people, but maybe we'll have a conversation about that one of these days. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, one of these days. But this day, um, to continue with this conversation in terms of like mixing business with pleasure or going to an agreements, is just to know how things are handled. And I have friends around me who now we may do things because one, we've come to have a mutual understanding of how we work um, together and doing things. We have made it very clear what things look like when we are participating and doing stuff. But when it comes to agreements and contracts and how things are handled, that's discussed first so that there's nothing on the back end that's going to trip us up. But a lot of times, and I think far too often, there are people who, again, set up focus. Oh, we friends and oh, we cool and this, oh, it's okay. And then some sugar honey iced tea pop off and it's like, ooh, buddy. But the first rule of thumb, and even for folks who I know who are partnering with other, you know, people or colleagues and friends um, in different ways, capacities, the first thing they do is put the contracts in place. And they'll tell you any day, all day, I'm your friend and I love you, but this is business and we got to be about the business first. And that means putting things in place such that we are both protected in the event that something happens. Again, about me not trusting you, not loving you, but this is business and business for a lot of people who take, you know, their entrepreneurial endeavors seriously. It's about one's livelihood. Which is also why, <laughs> let me just say, I'm gonna go back. Why will you be thinking about, you know, your your friends and your family supporting your business and buying your stuff and why, again, I tell you, it's not sustainable or that's just something that's, you're gonna have to get past that sugar because, you know, it's your livelihood. Like I've got friends and family that I've got stuff that I've had that they ain't bought and probably not gonna buy. And I'm all right with that, right? But I'm also ain't giving away either because I gotta pay for that and me paying for that. You know, that may be taking my fried chicken off the table or you know I love fried chicken, right? <laughs> my fried chicken off the table that may um, not be helping with my next business investment. So just as people um, who are around me who love me may not buy into my business, it's also for me to choose what I do give away because again, giving away a book or t-shirt, you know, yeah, in the in grand scheme of things may not be quote a big deal depending on who you ask, right? But at the same time, I understand that those are products and things that I do have to buy. So if I do it as gifts, like I do do those things, I'm gonna be straight up that I do um, with some things, but it, okay, if you're asking me, okay, well, no, not even if you're asking me, here's the thing. What I do do when I decide to give is because I want to give, because I want to gift it. 
but not because I'm required to or that I think is even expected of me. So just as I strive and I'm far improved than what I was back when, right? <laughs> but even think about it, starting as a, a speaker, how in the heck could I have expected for my friends and family to be my customers anyway? <laughs> like, I'm gonna have my aunt hire me to come talk to the family in the house. Like, <laughs> I had to take it myself today. But for real, for real, when I think about it, again, blowing those lines, as I make sure to have good boundaries with those of who are in my life that are friends and family and have realistic expectations about how they show up in supporting my business, I also make it a point to make sure I'm clear about my boundaries and how I'm treating my business and what it means for me to have a business and to have products and services. And again, choosing if I want to give something or discount it or whatever. And I am, again, in my opinion, where I'm in my life right now, I see nothing wrong with that. People have to make calls for themselves and find your peace with that though. Find your peace, whatever that looks like. Um, but don't do stuff that you didn't want to do anyway and then complain about it either. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that too. And yet again, I'm gonna leave that there. But yeah, but I have really um, enjoyed, to be fair with you, giving you some thought and some insight on why you should not expect your friends to support your business. And I hope that you carry these things with you as you are navigating the entrepreneurial space because it'll save you a lot of frustration, headache, and heartache, you know, at the end of the day. Um, but things that your friends do to show up for you when they do, to buy when they do, to be on the phone with you when you're having a bad day, when they're telling other people about, when they're sharing your stuff on social media, if that's what they should choose to do that particular day, if they like it, if they comment on it, if they tag somebody on it, you know, if they rocking your stuff that you didn't give them and taking pictures in it. Like there's so many things that people who we love are doing all the time to support our businesses. And those are the things that we should look at and we should be grateful for. And we should definitely appreciate in a way that I think some people just miss, but that's why I'm having this. It is not even that something happened, right? That happened even recently that triggered it. It just feels like the great, a great time to talk about it. Um, but anyway, we didn't talk about it. So, <laughs> but again, it's, it's beautiful to be in this entrepreneurial space, but remember that it's your space and it's your responsibility at the end of the day and what you're doing anyway is so much bigger than what your your circle may be and that's the thing as big as some of these things that you may do may get what a joy it is to have a small space a circle that's that's close-knit but that's also safe especially when the world of entrepreneurship can kick may may kick that ass that's what i'm gonna say about that yeah but uh, with all of that said, there are three things that I want you to do, right? You I know you know what it is already? Okay, I'm gonna just remind you. The first thing being, if you enjoyed this and think it can help somebody, please do share it with them. You know, pass along the love and the wisdom and just the, the happy feels right now. Uh, two, definitely go and check out the first gen shop. Come on over and make history with us, the first of a kind store in the world. Just inspire, empowering, and uplifting first generation scholars and graduates. And you know, lastly, for you who's the learner to, to grow, to develop, please go check out First Generation University and see if there is something for you. But um, that's it. That's all I got for you. 
keep being good to yourself and literally everyone around you. <laughs> and most importantly, keep pressing forward. Peace. I'm out.